What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. I'm Brady Phelps at Lob Shots, joined, as always, by Mr. Rick Romero at RJ's Fro. What's going on, Rick? Free Rick. Free, free Rick. Rick. You know what? This Free Rick movement. Is this where we're going to start? <laughs> yeah, let's it's start with that. LeBron James has signed with the Lakers. Yeah. It's 4th of July week. Yeah. We're getting ready to be very patriotic, and you want to talk about the Free Rick movement. Okay, fine. Let's I mean, do that. I mean, I, I was No, that's great. No, no. LeBron no. James can take a backseat to you. Yeah. That's fine. I was considering talking about how you just blew up the bathroom here at Ailsmith. <laughs> that is not true. What? <laughs> okay, let's set the stage. That, what, that, who says that? That's garbage. Okay, <laughs> set the stage. We're not, we're not at the home of the Zero Chance Pod. We're at the second home, which is Ailsmith. Uh, we were unable to, you know, scheduling. It's a weird we're, week. It's yeah, a weird we're week. recording a little bit earlier today yeah. than we normally would. Or earlier than normal. And yeah. July 4th. On a Wednesday, garbage. It's garbage. Absolute yeah. garbage. Yeah. Although for you, you little prima donna, maybe you shouldn't be calling it garbage <laughs> since you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Yeah, yeah. And that's after your we- your work. The work is only closed on Fourth of July. However, I have some little little vacation time, so I just uh, made a little extended you just weekend. Parlayed it yeah. into a five dayer. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to you. I hope that you enjoy your time up on that incredibly high horse. It's all about planning. <laughs> yeah. And looking down on us peasants who have to go back <laughs> into work on Thursday and Friday. Thanks for nothing. So this free Rick movement, you know, Leisure Fryer, who is hilarious. Have you ever actually met Leisure Fryer? I've never met Leisure Fryer. <laughs> so he's great. He's nuts, uh, but he's great. So I met him at the Bay City Brewing. Uh, Brewing? Did you say that incorrectly? Uh, Bay City Brewing, the event for Kept Faith that uh, was after the home opener. Uh huh. Yep. And that is where we met. Anyway, funny, uh, normal in person, not normal online by any <laughs> means. And so he sends out a tweet uh, that says, you know, he's going on his walk. He started listening to the pod and, uh, you know, starring Lob Shots and RJ Stro, even though I didn't get one of those special hats, which I'm yeah. wearing, which, yeah. by the way, this is what we do, take tangents. Uh, Max at Max Metal Fryer, the winner of our contest, our yeah. giveaway, he has received said hat in Las Vegas, showed me picture confirmation that I packaged it correctly enough to not get ruined. Um, I also issued two more hats last night that still had not made the heads of their owners, Tommy Gibbs and Greg Bowman. Shout out. You guys got your hats. Uh, but anyway, Max Metal Fryer sent pictures, said he's got it in Vegas. He says he's going to you know, try to take some fun pictures on the strip or something with it. I don't know. Nice, cool. Yeah, which will be kind of, uh, will be fun. My goodness, I'm I'm having a tongue twister type of day yeah, so yeah. far. It's a little, a little too early for. We're a what pod. like two or three minutes into this pod? I've yeah. already butchered like four words. Yeah, get it together. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, Leisure <laughs> sends out a text saying or a tweet saying that geez, I'm all over the place, saying that he's going to listen to us. And this guy, I don't even know who this dude is. <laughs> his handle is at Wahoo Train. It says his name is Dan Karsten, and it looks like he's reeling in Oahu in his avatar. No clue who this guy is, and he says to Leisure in response, don't get run over by a car yelling at Brady to shut it and let Rick talk. <laughs> Brady would have to give a eulogy and it would and get all blabby again. Hashtag free Rick. <laughs> like, who, I, who is it? And I said, looks like I found my number one fan on the Zero Chance spot. <laughs> and then he responded again. If I see you at a pub someday, can your number one fan buy you a beer to ease the pain of this obviously near-mortal wound inflicted? 
talking about my head wound from Ashley. I Ashley. I just called my own daughter Ashley. Wow. Something's yeah, wrong is, with me right now. It's this right heat, now. dude. I'm telling you. It's so we're up, in, up we're here, up in the yeah. second floor of Alesmith right now, and it is so hot. I'm sweating. I have jeans on. I have my Tony Gwynn socks on. I have my jeans on, and I pulled my jeans up. So I don't know if you can see the cargo look that I got going on. They're like, I don't know, look like George now. Shout out to Judson. Um, and I got a hat on, and I'm sweating. And this beer is not helping. Drinking 394. So and then this guy does the most ridiculous hashtag I've ever seen. Hashtag watch out, Rick. Brady's bringing duct tape to the pod. <laughs> what the, what all, the all one hashtag. One too. hashtag yeah, yeah. with not proper capitalization. <laughs> Watch out, Rick. Brady, Brady's bringing duct tape to the pod. So I don't know who this guy is or what I did to make him mad, but boy, does he must really love you or really hate me because... I, I, I feel like I don't know. I don't remember ever having any interaction with him before this, but I... Guy loves you. I or, thought it was funny. Me. I thought it was well, funny. Well, I mean, you I, heard me reading it aloud. I, I, I laughed. I liked it and retweeted it right away when I saw it. Oh, you did? <laughs> See, you're such a... You're, you're a closet free Rick truther. You know, we 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 go on on uh, on the podcast airwaves, and we talk about how, uh, you know, you and I have had many discussions off the pod about, you know, how this podcast works, how we're comfortable. It's all by design and by plan. The amount that we talk, and and yet, here you you start feeding you feed, you start feeding the egos of these free Rick truthers, <laughs> and then then you start retweeting it, and like, oh, this is so funny. We should get more yeah. people to talk about how much Brady talks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you think about that? Why don't you say some words? Hey, get your talk. You know what? I'm a huge fan of my boy Dan Carstens. Oh yeah, yeah, Good boy, yeah, yeah. We go, we go way back. Yeah, now. you guys do a lot yeah, of wahoo go, fishing together. Yeah, a lot of wahoo fishing. What's a wahoo, Rick? Do you even know? It's a, it's a fish. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Actually, it's a beer from, uh, from Ballast Point. Mm, just gonna get all the breweries in. Yeah. Thunderhawk, Alesmith, yeah. and Ballast Point. They've sure. all been shout out. I'm wearing a Thunderhawk shirt or hat. Jeez, see, I'm rubbing yeah, off on you. Oh, man. Yeah, rubbing off on you. That's a hat. You're wearing yeah. the 91X shirt. I've uh, got to give a shout out also to Session Flyfish. So by the time this, ooh, maybe not, maybe it'll be tomorrow, but by the time within a day or two of this podcast posting, if you go to Instagram at, at the Pancake Dad, uh, there will be a, a session fly fishing pancake and there's only Whoa. like one or two more days left on the campaign to get your new fly fishing reel and they've already crushed through last time we met which by the way was only five days ago yeah right yeah we did a we, we did a late pod yeah. last week and then uh which we blew it by not calling it the 0, 0.0 chance podcast we, yeah yeah and we had so we many yeah we had so many suggestions too and we we landed on the wrong one Anyway, so session is doing rad. I'm gonna drop a pancake. It's gonna be, it's gonna be ro- rad. I can't, I can't talk. I don't know what's going on. It's gonna be fire that pancake. You know what's Straight got me all flustered? Fire. It's LeBron. 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 Yeah. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. Talk to me. What do you think about LeBron signing with the Lakers? Do you care? I don't care. I hate the Lakers. Why? I hate the Lakers. Why? Who do you? What do you? Do you like any basketball team? Because a they're. In Los Angeles, and I have to hate every single team in Los Angeles. It's in my blood. You do know that San Diego does not have an NBA team, right? I do. I do. Okay. I know this. Yes. Yeah. And you know that, like, they didn't just, like, recently leave, like, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or two years no, ago. Yeah. Like, say, I, I, I don't yeah. know, the, the football team. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty aware of this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you have a very illogical hate, then, for the Lakers. I like the Celtics. What? Yeah. 
That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. We've talked about this we on have? the pod. Yes. I forget everything you say. I know. In one I year know. the other. I know. Exactly. Why? Why do you like the Celtics? Because of Larry Bird back in the day. Oh, my gosh. So it's like I like the Celtics because of Larry Bird back in the day, and I like the Dolphins because of Dan Marino back in the day. It's What a weird thing that you had going with your childhood where you would just like pick – really good white guys on sports teams and just cheer for that franchise <laughs> forever <good> white guys <laughs> well that's uh, what right it, it, yeah true but i mean i was a huge fan of tony Gwynn too so well I'm proud of you for mixing I mean, it up that's why <laughs> that's why i like the padres so much <laughs> uh, yeah okay I mean, they you you were in San Diego. I was in San Diego. I've lived in San Diego my so entire why didn't, life. So like, why why did Dan Marino beat out Dan Fouts or Stan Humphreys? Because like Dan Fouts was already at like towards the end of his career when I like first started to become aware of you know the National Football League. No, like I mean, like really paying attention to football. Fandom. Yeah, fandom. Yes. Okay. And the Dolphins were the most exciting team to me because Don Shula would have Marino throw like like 300 passes a game, and it was just exciting to watch. Yeah. Like Marty Schottenheimer would have LT run like 700 times in a game. Yeah. 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 Or Don Coriel would have Dan Fouts throw like, 700 yeah. times in exactly. a game. Exactly. So like if I, if I was maybe born maybe five years earlier or whatever, like I probably would have been a Chargers fan. That's wild to think about. Yeah. I dodged a bullet there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, yeah, a very, very sad bullet. Gosh, dude, could L.A. hate the Chargers any more than they do? I mean, like, they San Diego might hate them. They really do. Yeah. And now with LeBron, I mean, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around the decision that they made. Like, I get that, oh, L.A. is a big market and whatever, their valuation went up to whatever, 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 but... They're irrelevant in that city. Now, yeah. if they go on a crazy run deep into the playoffs, if they win the Super Bowl, they will immediately bounce into relevancy. Yeah, uh, L.A. fans will come out and be like, "No, no, I've been a Charger fan since they were here the first year back yeah. in the '60s." You know, like yeah. they'll the fans will come out. But if they don't win and win a lot, uh, they are the absolute forgotten franchise. Oh, definitely, definitely, because the Rams they they look like they're going to be a good team again yeah. this year. Um, yeah, and they're exciting. They're young. Yeah, and I, I'm, nobody loves Philip Rivers more than I do. And yeah. but Philip Rivers is not going to move the needle in L.A. No, at this stage in his career. Yeah, it's more. Uh, it's more the ties to San Diego that is really, you know, keeping people adoring Philip Rivers. I feel like right. Like I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like if he like an L.A. fan. They're not going to be like, oh, I love this guy, Philip Rivers. Well, they haven't been following him his whole career. Exactly. And watched him, yeah. you know, overcome everything he's overcome and kind yeah. of gone through all the ups and downs and joys and, um, you know, triumphs and downfalls and, uh, you know, of any given NFL season. So, yeah. um, you know, you as fans, we're not fandom. It's fandom. It's crazy. Fandom. And, and yeah. it, I don't know. But the emotions that get wrapped up in it. It's it's hard to just cut those off right away. And I mean, you're a Lakers fan though, so I like, grew up going to Lakers yes. games at the Forum with my dad. So, what is your take on the LeBron James? I couldn't signing? be happier. Yeah, I'm so ecstatic. Do you think I, they're like going to be able to compete with him? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, they need more. Well, he's kind of running out of time though, too. Uh, LeBron, yeah, yeah. He's not young. I mean, he's what thirty three. Yeah, 
I mean, it'd be different Something if he like was that. 26 or 28. But, yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of time left. But I think, I mean, if they can figure out a way to get Kawhi, if not this year, then next. Although I think it'd be crazy. I mean. But then they the, got Rondo, too. Like, Yeah, but Rondo's on the. Like, he's I know, he's but way more on the tail end. He's see, that a, was like a, a weird signing to me. I actually didn't think so. I think that Lonzo can probably learn a lot from him. Yeah. Uh, if he stays on the team. I mean, they might get rid of him, but I doubt it. Well, let me rephrase. If they get Kawhi, they'll get rid of Lonzo in a heartbeat, I think. Yeah. If they can, you know, work out a trade with the Spurs. But I don't know. I mean, this, now there's this talk about Kawhi saying that he's going to hold out and not just sit out the whole year if the Spurs don't trade him to the Lakers, which doesn't, from everything that we know about Kawhi in his San Diego State days, which, you know, quite frankly, isn't a lot because he was so quiet and has remained quiet throughout his career. So yeah. this whole the injury thing, the not playing when doctors thought he could and where it's kind of come since then, it's a, just a, the whole thing is very bizarre to me, and I don't fully understand it. And I will be fascinated to see what happens. And because it seems, I don't know, it seems like Pop is such a level-headed coach that can. I mean, I know he's he's a jerk to media, but like players love playing for him. Yeah. I mean, Tim Duncan would you know take a bullet for him. Yeah. So it's weird to me this whole Kawhi Popovich thing. I don't really understand it. And Kawhi wanted to come to the Lakers. If they can make it happen this year, it'd be huge. I think if you wait a year and LeBron kind of flops in his first year in L.A., then you bring in Kawhi, then is it like kind of become Kawhi's team? Yeah. And then if they win all of a sudden, it's like, well, they won because of Kawhi, not because of LeBron. So LeBron is not going to play second fiddle to anyone, not in the next few years at least. Yeah. Um, have you heard any uh, <laughs> rumors that Kobe might come out of retirement to come back and play? <laughs> I have not heard those rumors. I saw someone just float something out, yeah. and I don't think there's any substance to it whatsoever. But I would be all about that. <laughs> I would, dude. LeBron coming to LA is an absolute game. I mean, the Lakers are the signature franchise in the NBA. Um, they love stomping on the Celtics' pathetic <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Magic stomping on Larry Bird's face. Uh, I, uh, but I do think it's a. I think it's a huge get for the team. I think it's a huge move for LeBron. Uh, I love it. I love. I mean, I, like I said, obviously, I grew up a fan, so I, you know, not like a hardcore fan. I'd say like if you asked me a couple years ago, rank, you know, it'd be as far as sports. You know, it's it's baseball, NFL, and then basketball after that, and. Now it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I grew up playing football. I've always been a fan of football, but now I don't have a team to really cheer for. And it sucks. You know, yeah. I'm a free agent. I'm a you're, free agent fan. You're still a free agent, huh? Yeah, it's weird because honestly, I, I and uh, for a lot of people, it was really easy the second they left just to be like, I'm done. I'm done. But I'm, I, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm obsessed with Philip Rivers. So I, it was hard for me. Yeah. And, uh, I, I and it's like this constant battle of my internal emotions about you know who who should I you know is it okay to cheer for them is it not do I just are am I indifferent to them altogether do I hate them do I you know I think a lot of fans go through this and a lot of people it wasn't as simple as just they're gone from San Diego now I hate them and it wasn't that simple for me and I wasn't sure and I was just gonna let and see and I will say the first game that they played when that young 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 Ho Ko or whatever their kicker's oh, name yeah. is they uh -huh, got rid uh -huh. of. And he missed the field goal in the first game, I think, of the season of uh, them being an L.A. Charger. I was in Vegas for a work thing, watching on a TV. And I was like, no, when he missed. And I was like, whoa, 
that just means that I was cheering for the Chargers. Just, just like out of habit? Yeah, or, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. It was like a like a knee-jerk react. Like, and then I just, that made me, which is so weird. And then I thought, wow, does that mean I am still kind of a fan? And I, I was, I don't know. But then everything that, that, like the social media blunders, everything that comes out of Spanos's dumb, fat face makes yeah. me angry. Yeah. Um, Spanos is the Dan Silio of NFL <laughs> owners. Freaking buffoon. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. It was it was a weird and but every day that goes by, I'm less and less. I just couldn't care less about them. I've been following them. I get sad when I see posts of the team like looking happy and awesome and doing things that if they were here in San Diego, I'd be all fired up about. But since they're not, I'm just like, eh. I just don't. I don't know. It's a weird feeling, dude. I really don't. I feel like I need a freaking uh, sports counselor. See, like I, I, I asked you about LeBron, mm-hmm. and then you went on a tangent about the Chargers. In your yeah, fandom. because I think LeBron <laughs> signing with the Lakers makes the Chargers <laughs> even more irrelevant. Uh, yeah. Which is hard to believe that I they could be more irrelevant. I thought it was funny. Uh, I heard uh, Darren Smith today talk about um, uh, Dave Roberts was questioned what he thought of the LeBron James uh, signing with the Lakers. Yeah. And he basically said, you know, well, I guess, you know, Plaschke and Hernandez aren't going to be here uh, covering the team anymore. Uh. <laughs> so it's like they're gonna like like, yeah. you know, like the big dogs. They're going to be like covering LeBron now. Yep. So it's just like it's it's funny to see how even like the media, like the NFL's like king probably when it comes to all sports. Might, yes. Might have taken a hit in the past few years. But yeah, it's but it's still king, still king. And it just and the Rams specifically in the LA market exactly, and it just it just it'd be different if the Raiders went there. Yes, if the Raiders went there, I think it would be different. Yeah, Raiders and Rams. I yeah. I think it would still be huge in LA, right. but nobody cares about the Chargers anymore. No, God, it's just it, it makes me sad. Even just to talk about it bothers me. It's probably why we rarely bring them up on the pod. I just don't like talking about the Chargers. It just yeah. makes me sad. Yeah, and I the c word. Don't I like just, saying the c word. I don't. I, w- I just. Uh, what a dream world it would be to have Spanos sell, sell the, team. the team. Imagine that guy, whoever bought the team, and then figured out a way to bring him back to San Diego. He would be. I mean, he he would he would get every stadium named after him. He would have podcasts named after him. Twitter <laughs> handles named after him. He would be the most famous guy in the history of San Diego if he brought the Chargers back, as long as Spanos had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I no, I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Anyway, LeBron, I'm absolutely ecstatic about it. His first game, I guess, is actually supposed to be here. Yeah, their, their, their the pre, pre-season, pre-season game, game uh-huh. at the Value Casino. I actually went online. Do you think you will play, though? I kind of think so. Yeah, like for like just the first few yeah, minutes Yeah, just make something. an appearance. Yeah. Dude, I'd pay 100 bucks just to go in there, sit, and see him sitting yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. I love LeBron. Yeah. I think he's freaking awesome. And I love the Lakers, so this is a... So there you go. Yeah, it's a very fitting... Very yeah, fitting. This is exactly what I want. And I love Kawhi, so if Kawhi comes... Oof. Oof. That place will be hopping if Kawhi... Oh, you The imagine? sports arena? Yeah. But I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that they're just going to get rid of Kuzma, Ingram, and Lonzo all together. And, like, I didn't look at it as, like, the, uh, you know, just a complete signing off of Lonzo the second they signed Rajon Rondo. I think that... Um, it was weird. I didn't really understand the signing, but I don't think it means Lonzo's gone. But it does, at least for a year, make him not as needed if they need him as trade bait or something like that. So, anyway, so hey, 
tomorrow or today or maybe yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this. It's the fourth of July. What do you got going? What's your what's your jam? What's your go to on uh, what's your go to thing to do on the fourth of July? Do you go let fireworks and shoot them at people? You, what do you do? <laughs> you know what? Like normally my thing is just like hanging out and barbecuing and with some friends and you know just just doing like normal barbecue stuff. Yeah, horseshoes, whatever. Uh, I have nothing planned this year. Nothing planned, huh? Nothing at all. I that, know it's bizarre. That is bizarre. Yeah. My family and I are uh, hitting the, we we usually do the Bird Rock Parade. I mean, it's like 700 degrees in Palm Springs right now. Should you you want to go there? <laughs> want to go there, see if yeah. I can't get a couple of teeth sunk in my dome. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mortal wound. Freaking Wahoo train. <laughs> Clown. Dan, whoever you are. Who is this guy? I do kind of love that it's just strangers. You know, normally when people roast yeah. us hard, it's people we know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when guys who don't know us are like, blowing us up <laughs> whatever yeah so we usually do the and i usually have a bunch of you know in in the hoya there's some there's people you know sports guys like former chargers former padres that you know hang out in the hoya so whenever we go to this bird rock parade they're usually good for a few sightings um i find myself always running into a handful of i actually um had dinner this week with uh chris steelman and his family and uh who i need to get on the on the pod and uh last night i had mike goff over at my house and i think that both of them are going to end up coming on the pod at some point and i'm curious to get their opinion on what with the chargers leaving and what that means because it's it must be so weird being a former player and being in that thing so anyway I ran into Dealman last year at the 4th of July parade. I've ran into uh, to Chris Young in the past there as well. Wasn't hard to spot in a crowd. Yeah. Very, very tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and last year, I actually hung out with another guy who's going to come on and be on our pod, and that's Lee Jenkins, Sports Illustrated. Uh, Lee and I have become buddies over the past few years, and uh, we <laughs> had this ridiculous – I have these – overalls these american flag denim overalls oh, yeah. overall shorts i think i've seen these yeah they're short shorts yeah and they are just terribly terribly obnoxious and i love them and so i wore those and i had i mean people would be like oh my gosh and i and i have like an american flag cowboy hat like it's just it's the whole outfit is terrible yeah in the most awesome way and so i'm walking around the parade my wife's like embarrassed to even be seen by me and and so uh, Lee and I were texting, and so Lee Jenkins and I met up, and we got a picture last year together, and him being like, why am I standing next to this moron, you know? <laughs> so I'm definitely going to wear the outfit again. My wife tried to pull like a, um, I don't, like, kind of like a, a, like some sort of brain trick on me where she was like, you know, Brady, you know how you'd love to be really original, you know, you don't want to recycle stuff, so... You know, you should really <laughs> try to come out with some yeah. other outfit, you know, yeah. and this is yesterday, uh -huh. right? So I have no yeah. time to get anything else. She's like, yeah. I don't think you should wear the overalls this year, you know, because yeah. you mix it up. You know, you've yeah. already, you've already you've done, done that. It. You've, you've done, done that. And I'm you like, conquered it. Like, why, why would you do right. it again? Yeah. Sounds like you're on team Brooke, not team Brady. <laughs> so, and I'm like, I'm not falling for your tricks, uh -huh. babe. No, I'm wearing it again. And she's like, uh, like she just doesn't even want to yeah. be seen with me wearing that yeah. thing. And I can't blame her. It's terrible. Do you ever get dressed up and look like an American flag idiot? Uh, I I don't, I don't. Uh, however, like it was funny that how you mentioned like bunch of people that you've run into at this this parade. Oh, did we have a celebrity sighting? This I week? had a celeb sighting uh, this weekend. All right, so what do we got? I uh, I got to go to uh, Disneyland this weekend. 
you know, uh, so I was there all weekend. I stayed at the... Uh, oh, that must have been really expensive for you to um, <laughs> to go. It was. Wow. No, it wasn't expensive at all. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah, Disneyland is very affordable for all families. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that boy. <laughs> Zero Chance Podcast brought to you by the happiest place on earth. Uh, I got to stay at the uh, Grand Californian Hotel. Never stayed there because it's too expensive. But Dude, that hotel is nice. Yeah, it is. And it's it's crazy because uh, so I had the two day park hopper passes as well. So I was able to go to California Adventure and Disneyland. Are you going to share about why you were there? Or are you trying to are you intentionally leaving out some details? I mean, I was I was helping cover it for the station along with some other people from okay. the uh, the radio stations that I work for. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was. I, I just lucked out, and I was one of the lucky ones that got to go. I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you, when, say, Disneyland reaches out and says they would like some promotion of, uh, you know, say, the Pixar Pier that might be opening up, and they say, we would love to get the word out, has it ever crossed your mind to maybe say, you know, in addition to the radio stations that I work for, I have a very popular podcast. Yeah. And I live in San Diego. Talk to Dan Carstens. Get, <laughs> get his the opinion Wahoo on train. it. Yeah. Why don't you ever just say like, "Hey, you know, we'd love to promote you. We we would do a live podcast from the pier." <laughs> because my co-host at Lob Shots yeah. happens to be a huge Disney fan. Yeah. Happens to love to bring his two little kids who were also huge Disney fans. Happens to know all the lyrics to Moana, Aladdin, Frozen. Lion King, Frozen, yeah. Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. you name it, I yeah. know them. And uh, has that ever crossed your mind? Just maybe, you know, maybe to throw a little bit of a bone toward the podcast as a duo so that we could come and give more promotion to how affordable and wonderful Pixar Pier, Disneyland, and of course the wonderful California Hotel is. Um. So... Uh, no, that's never crossed my mind. <laughs> well, Rick, what the hell? Because, come on, man. Because what? If you're going for the station already, yeah. it's not like you're trying to steer them away. Yeah. We're, we're a value add, dude. I know, you right? You become a value right? add. Yes. I know. I, so I get agree. it together. I agree. Next time. Next time I'm hitting them up for sure. Are you just appeasing me right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, if you guys are listening, um, I hope that coming to you soon is going to be some advertisements from Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rick. So, celebrity sighting. Celebrity sighting. Yeah. So, it's nice because this hotel. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. This hotel is. is Ego. Hashtag ego. Like has an entrance. Has an entrance right into California Adventure. Yes. A little side entrance. And only the hotel. Only hotel people can. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a special pass. Yeah. So, let uh, me ask you this: Did your headboard light up? Uh, no, it did not. So at the Disneyland Hotel, there's like a little switch, and it has like uh like the Magic Kingdom castle oh, and yeah? fireworks. I've never stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah, well, See? I have. I mean, you have. There you mm-hmm. go. I had to pay hey, for it. Have myself. you ever Have you ever thought about hmm. um, paying for your <laughs> co-host here? You know the the free Rick movement. What are you talking about? Yeah. Paying for what? For Disneyland Hotel. For you to come yeah. to the, with my family yeah. Disneyland uh-huh. Hotel? Yeah. Yeah. That's never going to happen. <laughs> ever. Ever, we ever, ever. We can podcast from the hotel. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. 
Anyways, so uh, it's anyway. By the way, there's no s at the end. It's not plural. Anyway, pet peeve of mine. Just um, it out there. Uh, literally, it's Nordstrom. By the way, no, it's not yeah. Nordstroms. Yeah. If yeah. you ever want to talk okay. shop about yeah. you know retail stores. Yeah. I mean, celebrity I mean, sighting. Celebrity sighting. Who was it? Uh, I got to Walt Disney. Go away for a little while and hit up the jacuzzi. You know, little barking dogs. Give them a little bit of a rest. And I walked to the jacuzzi. Wait, what area. is barking dogs? What does that mean? It means your feet hurt. What? Yeah, yeah. You've never heard that before. No. My dogs are barking. That and that oh. means something other than your dogs are barking. It yeah. means your feet are tired. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does make sense. What's the origin of that? I, I don't, don't know. Get... Like like your feet are the dogs and they're barking. They they hurt. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it's it's been around forever. Why? I don't know why. Well, I don't like it one bit. Well, I mean, I didn't like going in the bathroom and smelling what I smelled <laughs> earlier. <laughs> that so. wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously somebody else. Yeah. So All right. Barking dogs. Celebrity. I got to the go to the jacuzzi area. Jeez. Free Brady. This is the longest story ever. I mean, I've been trying to get it out here. That's what trying. happened with me and trying. Cirillo. And then yeah. the play goes on. And yeah. you've got to adapt and gotta deal adapt. with it. So... Uh, Barking dogs. I see them off. somebody get out of the jacuzzi. Yeah. And guy has the the mohawk and everything. Full has some tattoos. Mr. T. Close. Oh. Close. All right. Can I keep UFC guessing? fighter Chuck Liddell. Oh, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know instantly that it was him, or did you have to think about it? No, I knew instantly that it was him. Yeah. Uh, what do you? Did you talk to him? So he was with his family. Did you do Peter Gammons? Did you walk right up to yeah. him and it's 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 he was with his family. So I'm like, if if I see somebody like with their family, it's like, okay, I'm not even gonna like bother or anything like that. And plus it's a, it's like got the jacuzzi and stuff like that. It's kinda weird. I don't know. I think a jacuzzi is a very intimate environment, so yeah, maybe it would loosen it things up a little bit. Yeah. But he touches his leg? He gets out of the jacuzzi. Yeah. The ju- and just as I'm like walking to the jacuzzi and he starts to walk away from me. And then he like <laughs> nobody walks away from Rick Romero. <laughs> and then and then he turns, and then he like starts like walking in my direction again, like because I, I I thought I'm like oh there's Chuck Liddell I'm like oh, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything, and he starts to walk away, but then he turns around and he comes back, and then like we we lock eyes at one point. Oh, you and did. Then, and then that's when I'm like I'm like I gotta say something now, so I just said, hey Chuck, and he said, hey man. And we walked right by each other. That was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. See, that was. See, I feel like that's a uh, a little nod. Like, I know who you are. You're a huge like celebrity. Huh. But I see that you're with your family, so I'm just gonna just give you a little hat tip, basically. Interesting. So, because you knew his name, you thought you were paying him a compliment. Yeah. Huh. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. That's interesting. I mean, would you say like, hey, Chuck, to, you know, just some guy at the bar right now? Hey, Chuck. No. No. So obviously I knew who he was. Right. Of course. Yeah. I'm just trying to think how I, I'm trying to, you know, this is part of the fun of, of storytelling and and trying to relate to other people is you, you put yourself in, in, in your shoes. Yeah. And you start. This is why we love, you know, movies and stuff like we 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 we. 
are transported into a different place, and then we have the ability to put ourselves in the shoes of your phone is blowing up. So by is the way. yours, by the way. It's not. Yes, it is. Luckily, Gavin doesn't know we're potting right now. I know. So this ability to kind of be transported because you put yourself in like, and what would I do in this situation? That's what makes books and movies and it, all these things fun because in our heads start turning and what would we do? Who would we be? Like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is, I mean, what a stupid, stupid, stupid show. Zombies. Stu- like People are like, you need to watch The Walking Dead. I'm like, no, stupid. I'm never going to watch. And then I watched a couple episodes and I realized it wasn't about the zombies. It was about the stories of the people there. And I found myself wondering, who would I be in this world? Would I be more like Rick? Would I be more like fill in the blank of any other character? Daryl, who I can't remember. Um, who, who would I be? How would I take form in a world like this, crazy and outlandish as it is? And then the show just got weird and I haven't watched it in the last couple seasons because Negan is just still alive forever and ever and ever. And I don't even know if he's dead yet. but Or if Rick is, who knows? Free Rick. Anyway, point being, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. I'm thinking, I don't know what I would have said in that situation. And uh, if you could do it over, would you have said the same thing? Would you have acted the same exact way you did? Uh, yes. I would have. Okay. Yeah. I think it would have been different if he wasn't with his family. Okay, so what if he was yeah. there by himself and you rolled up in the same scenario? Um... I would ask for a picture, maybe. Yeah. Maybe at that point. Selfie. Yeah, yeah. a little selfie action. Oh, like you did with uh, Dick Hinberg when he was bleeding. That was a. Um, you didn't ask for that one. You I just didn't ask stole for that it. One. Yeah, I stole You're a that thief. one. Thief. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I might have shared this with you before. Uh, oh, shout out to Ryan Graves. It's my buddy Ryan Graves. It's his birthday today. Uh, happy birthday, Ryan! I know you're listening. So Ryan Graves and I were talking, and we were in. Hawaii, and I think I might have shared this on the pod before, uh, but we were hanging out with John John Florence, who is the greatest surfer currently on the planet. And later we were kind of talking and, and about how, you know, he was like, you know, you played that pretty cool today. And we went out on John John's sailboat with him and you know, hung out and just like, I'm all about act like you've been there. And don't, you know, don't be a weirdo. Don't make a scene. Don't be the guy that's like, oh, my gosh, I'm with so-and-so, you know. Yeah. And he made a comment that kind of stuck with me. And it's like, if you if you go and, and try to, if you go up to John John and be like, hey, man, can we get a p- picture together? They're always going to look at you as a fan, not a friend. Yep. And I always thought that was, and so there's there's a little bit of ego wrapped up into that statement i think if you buy into it because that means you are assuming there's a chance of friendship right that like maybe john john and i are going to be good buddies who knows um and so that's that's what kept me from asking for a photo um but but that's different like when you're like hanging out with him right yeah it is if you just like see somebody like walking by it's a little different story Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, i agree i think it is and i don't mind doing the photo thing um and then some sometimes it happens where you do end up hanging out with them. You don't ask for the photo, but then they're like, hey, let's grab a picture. And then it's like, hey, then you become buddies. Speaking of celeb sightings, remember yeah. when Johnny Drama was in the, yes. <laughs> the booth next to us? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think then I, uh, I think I asked for a photo. Yeah. Granted, I think Ghost of Ray Kroc was there and he was taking creepy photos the whole time. Me and Johnny by ourselves talking in a corner. 
and Ghost is taking photos, being like, Brady's talking to Johnny Drama. Thanks, Ghost. Uh, so he did get some, actually was kind of happy that he got some kind of candid action shots because it was like everybody else doing their own thing and then me and Drama in the corner kind of chatting, which was fun. Um, do you remember when he tried my hat on? Uh, yes. And what, what did he say? Too? Okay, so first of all, the reason he came over, have we ever told this story on the pod? I don't think so. So we were doing, it was like a social summit type yeah, of thing, which yeah. just went down. Neither of us were there. Um, but it was a, a social summit type of thing. And we were up in the president's box. Yeah. So there's like the president's box and then the owner's box. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of connected. Like they're, they're separate. But if you walk out, they're in the same little suite area. Yeah. So you can just kind of walk out of one and go walk into the other. Yep. And when we were down low, I looked over and, you know, we're over having a good time. Well, Johnny Drama was friends with, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking. Omar Minaya. Thank you. Friends with Omar Minaya. Former Mets GM. Because he was GM of the Mets, yeah. and Johnny Drama's a Mets fan, so he'd become friends with him when he was yeah. GM. He said, hey, we're in town. Or Johnny was going to be in town. Yeah. Minaya was working with the Padres at the time. And we could say his real name, too. Do you know his real name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Isn't it Kevin Dillon? Dillon, yes. Yeah. Yes, Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Not to be confused with his brother, Matt Dillon. Matt, yes. Who, in Wild Things, was quite a character. Yeah. Wild things. Uh, anyway, so we're we're in our box. We're drinking. We're having a great time. Yeah. And I look over and I see Drama sitting there by himself. Yep. And everyone had talked about like Johnny Drama's over there. Johnny Drama's over there. And I took the initiative. I looked over and I saw him. He was sitting by himself. He looked bored out of his mind. I had a drink and I looked over. We made eye contact and I said, "Hey, man, come grab a beer." And he was like, "Yeah." And yeah. so he walked out, I remember, came right around, I remember that. and everyone and I go, "Hey, drama's coming over." And everyone looked at me like they'd seen a ghost, you know, like no, no, an unintentional allusion to Ghost of Red Rock, but you know, looked at me like, "Did you seriously just invite drama over?" And now he's actually coming over. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you just treat people like they're normal people, you know. And then he came over, and so we hung out and talked, and we were talking about Padre caps. Uh, Scott Mitchell, my Scott Mitchell. I remember that he tried on your hat, and he said that it was really wet. Or it was. I was sweating, <laughs> just like I am right now. And it was an old. It was a mesh original, uh -huh. 1985 brown with yep. orange uh, uh -huh. SD. And he tried it on, and he goes, "Let me try that hat on." And he took it right off my head, threw it on. He goes, "Good God, man! What the f this is so this is disgusting." And I'm like, "I'm like, you need to get your own hat." And that's when Scott, I, am I? Scott Marshall. Marshall, thank yes, you. Yes, yes, okay. Scott Marshall. Uh -huh. um, sorry, Scott. I know you're listening. Sorry. Uh, Scott says he grabs one of his guys and goes, hey, go grab a bunch of yep. throwback hats. Uh -huh. And so he grabbed a handful of hats, and there were like three or four of them. And I got one of the 84 ones. I did too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah because uh -huh. there were, he did one of Well, the one I ended up getting was like a leather strap back, and I'm like, <laughs> Pay me any amount of money right now, and I will never wear a hat with a yellow or with a leather strap on the back of it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was the one I ended up with, and it's actually kind of cool because it, it can uh, obviously straps adjust, but you can kind of tuck the strap in, and so it, it fit on my son when he was yeah. you know, six years old. It fits him great. So anyway, I ended up with one of those. You ended up with one of those, yep. but it's because he brought like four and asked Kevin Dillon, like, hey, pick which one you want. Yep. And so he chose one, so then he was rocking a pottery hat. So that was kind of fun. That was a yeah. fun... I remember though he did have the the blue and white hat on the Padres hat on before 
before he came over. I don't remember yeah. that, that he had him before, but I think we were talking about the bring back the yes. Brown movement. Yes, we were trying to get him on board with the yeah. bring back the Brown, and then that's like and when we and this is what this is before the Entourage movie had come out. Yep. And he gave us a bunch of behind-the-scenes uh-huh. dirt. I remember And he that. was like, you guys can't share this. Yeah. And, I mean, now it's probably all done and out, and who cares? Yeah. But he basically said Jeremy Piven was being a little B, and that's why they weren't. Yeah. He had mentioned him by name, but he did say. Oh, that's right. He said there's one of our one of the cast members feels that he's worth more than the other. Yep. And the agreement was that all of us would be paid equally, yeah. and, and somebody's holding out. And we were all like, Piven? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "No, whoa, 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 what are you talking about, bro? I didn't say anybody's name." And he's like, looking at it with his eyes, like, like <laughs> nodding with his eyes. Yes, you know? yes, it was Piven. Yeah, that was a really fun night. That yeah. was that was a pretty memorable moment. It was, yeah, yeah. I was, and that was like kind of at the, I don't want to say the hype, but like where I was like very fully immersed in like blogging for Lob Shots, and that yeah. was my go-to thing was to blog, 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 blog. And that right at the middle of it, it'd be like, I'm hanging out with Johnny Drama. Yeah. Like knowing that the anticipation of the Entourage movie coming out was there. That was that was fun. It's funny, like it's when Facebook sends the memories to you. Oh, like, every yeah, single yeah. Day, it's it's funny when that comes up every single year. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'm all, I met Johnny Drama. I forgot about <laughs> that. I haven't logged into Facebook in probably 18 months, so yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything. I guess we have a Facebook page. We I should probably Facebook like page. it. Yeah. yeah. should probably go like that. Sorry about it. I think me and Tabitha are the only two that like the page. <laughs> Tabitha Lipkin. Uh-huh. Oh, she's uh, gallivanting about in yeah. Bora Bora right now. Uh, so this is kind of funny. I don't think I've told you this. Your UFC Chuck Liddell uh, fight meeting I actually ran into Dan Henderson at a Padres game. Uh, like Dan recently or Hendo? No, this was five, six, seven oh, okay. years ago. Okay. Uh huh. Um, and he happened. I didn't even know who he was. I wasn't a big UFC guy. I was a big UFC guy for like UFC like one, two, three, four of like Hoist Gracie and yeah. Dan Severn and Tank, Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott. Uh-huh. And do you remember Ken Shamrock? Oh yeah, Shamrock was big. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Joe San? No. It was the most preposterous thing I felt. He Because you know how it says, like, Hoist Gracie, master in jiu-jitsu, or uh, Dan Severn, uh, Greco-Roman wrestling yep. or whatever, you uh-huh. know, gives yeah. their thing. Yeah. And and then for Joe San, it said, Joe San, master in Joe Sando. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Joe Sando? This guy made up his own yeah. version of whatever, taekwondo or karate or whatever. Yeah. Let me like. I'm a master in Brady dough. Yeah. You know, like what is the wildest thing you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I am the world's foremost, you know, expert in something that I made up. Yeah. You know, like that is absolutely preposterous. Like what an insane move to put. And so he's like, oh yeah, I'm the, I'm, are you kidding me? I'm the best Joe Sando guy in the world. Cause you know, I'm Joe San. Joe San. Yeah. I just thought that was really funny. Anyway. That was the old school UFC. So I did. I met I met a uh, Hendo, and it was weird because somebody I was with recognized him, and and they said like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" And I just kind of hung back, and he looked over to me. He said, "Come on, man, let's grab a picture." And so he called me over to get a picture, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Okay, you know, like I'll t- I took a picture He's with like, him." Like, hey, aren't you the pancake dad? That's <laughs> not true. Oh, dude, I did get a request today. This is really funny. I got a request from a. Um, a marketing company in New York saying we want to do something special for one of our clients. Can you make a bunch of their faces 
and then can you overnight them to the East Coast? And how much money do I have to donate to Charity Water in order for you to do this? Wow. That was the request. Wow. And so now I'm like, uh, okay, I'm not like, you know, I will do stuff and, and give money to Charity Water. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that I've really, it wasn't like, I, that was a very active four-month campaign. Yeah. And there hasn't been a lot since then. And faces are the most impossible <laughs> thing to make I remember I a pancake. Like when I donated, my request was Tony Gwynn. Oh, I got the Tony Gwynn one. And, and I, I remember tr- you kept sending me pictures. You're like, hey, man, like, is this good? Like, I, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, because it was. Yeah, it was Gwynn. And so and yeah. it was Jeff Baker, who is at Gypsy Oak, who I have a bunch of Jeff's artwork in my office. He had done a version of Tony Gwynn because, you know, little pro tip behind pancake art. You know, if I look at someone's face, zero chance am I going to be able to make a pancake that looks like that face. However, if it's like a cartoonized version with lines and stuff, then I could maybe make something work. So I had to find an artwork of, of Tony Gwynn, not like a portrait. You know, that's at least that's how I... There are other experienced actual artists, like real artists that also make pancakes that could probably do that pretty easily. I am not one of those guys. So I, I felt like the Tony Gwynn artwork that I used from Jeff, like it wasn't maybe the best depiction of Tony. Um, but I felt like my pancake did a fairly good representation of the artwork. But since it was a pancake version of art and the art maybe wasn't the most perfect Tony Gwynn already, kind of like the layers of it was like, mm, you know, didn't look like the best. Like you wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, Tony Gwynn. Whereas a lot of them, you look at it, you instantly know exactly what the pancake is. Yeah. Whereas that one, you might be like, hmm, who is that guy? Oh, he's wearing an SD hat. Is that Tony Gwynn? You know, like that was sort of the... <laughs> You know what I mean? I never felt great about that one. What can you do? Yeah. Leave it to me to throw the wrench in, I know. into things. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. But was it, I think it was Gaslamp Ball that asked for the chicken. And that pancake, yeah. I crushed. Yeah, that, that one was, was really good. That yes. was the first time that I had got these little tiny, um, like, thin tip uh, uh, squirt bottles. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so I was able to do really fine lines. And when I flipped that pancake, you never know what a pancake is going to look like. And then you flip it. And it's like either like, oh, what a that garbage, you know, or it's like, oh, yeah. and it's like I, when that, that, thing, that thing flipped, I was like, I, I, I honestly think I did like a Tiger Woods fist bump. Where I was like, <laughs> yes, like I was so stoked at how good yeah. it looked. And Tony Gwynn, not so much. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Right here in Ale House, we just both finished 394. You know, what's it's it's weird, too. Like, so like with the whole Chuck Liddell thing. Yeah. I have a weird thing of running into celebrities and um, also running into them a second time later on. Oh, really? Yeah. So I ran into Chuck again a second time at, at Disneyland. Oh, well, that doesn't seem... I mean, he was in your hotel. He was in my hotel, yes, but... I thought you meant, like, years down the road, like, No, no, oh. no. Like, it's, like, the same... It was like the same Like, if Dan day. Henderson walked by right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah. However, still, it's weird, like, to run into guys, like, the second time. What'd you say the second time? I didn't say anything, because he was... Were you wh- like, my boy... <laughs> What's up? Hey Chuck, remember me from the Chucky. Uh No, like I didn't say anything to him that time because he was just waiting uh, by the door, like for like some people to come down you're or something like, like that. You're like, "What's up, yeah. Chuck? You probably don't recognize me with my shirt on." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's your boy Rick. Yeah, at RJ Throw. The guy's arms were the size of my leg, my thighs, <laughs> massive arms. Uh, uh, but the, yeah, like. I mean, Pete Rose. I ran into like Pete Rose twice in Vegas. 
not not at Disneyland. This was like right. a while ago. So like I ran into him one time in like a casino. Mm-hmm. I, I think he just came from like signing autographs. That's what his thing is. He yeah. posts up at card shops and signs and in then Vegas. The next morning, though, I went to have breakfast in that same hotel. And they sit us down and we sit down at our place. And maybe like 10 minutes later. Pete Rose and his wife sit down at the table right next to ours. Did you say anything to Pete? No, I didn't say anything. It, let me say, that was seriously the most depressing thing that I've ever seen in my life. What, him and his wife eating? Him and his wife eating. Because they just were ignoring each other they or what? They didn't say one word to each other the entire time. Ugh. And And I kept just like looking over and she was on her phone the whole time and he was just like staring into oblivion like, did he have a white on white hat on flat brim no he with a with a terrible striped button up shirt you know what he did have a white on white hat on yeah that's his he look did. now it's so he weird did. yeah so weird i ran into pete rose once too yeah Vegas? yeah you know what's funny i had a buddy jeremy who was in vegas he was like i'm getting you pete rose's autograph what should it say and that was in vegas and i had him because I was trying to be something, you know, I always try to be clever. I think I may have told this story on the pod. I, this is the worst. I never remember when I've told stories I don't on the pod. This one. But I had him write, keep hustling. Because, you know, hustle, hustling, Charlie gambling, hustle. Charlie Hustle, the nickname. I yep. felt like it was, you know, and, and then actually the act of hustling. Like, hey, hustle, keep hustling, man. And then hustle the gambling, Charlie Hustle. I was like, you know, layers of, yeah. of yeah. meaning. So, I, yeah. so I, in my office, I have two Brady, keep hustling, Pete Rose. And it's this picture of him getting the record-breaking hit and standing behind him with a little shrug on his looking off to the side. Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey. And the Padre, that was 85? Yeah, I think it was 85. Yeah, because yeah. it was definitely the 85 uniform. Could have been 86. So. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, And then when I ran into him myself, it was actually at a Chargers game at Qualcomm in the parking lot. We were tailgating, yeah. and he was, I don't know, a couple rows over, and someone's like, Pete Rose is over there. So I just walked over and said, and he was out just drinking, chatting it up with a bunch of guys. And I said, hey, Mr. Rose, big fan of your you know, work on the, on the diamond. And, and he was like, yeah, hey, thanks. Like kind of, kind of a jerk. Yeah. Now, in his defense, you know, he's tailgating. God knows. I don't, he didn't know who I am. And I just kind of walk. I am. You know how I like to insert myself into situations. See, there you go. Like, so, what if I went, say, to Chuck Liddell? Hey, hey, Chuck. He hey, might have drowned hey, you. Hey, remember me from earlier? Like, he's like, are you following me? Like, yeah. What are you doing? I'm like, pound you right now. Yeah. I'll end your life, son. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, yeah, Pete wasn't, he wasn't too thrilled. Um, okay. Last thing before we get wrapped up. We talk about the Padres, right? Well, there's two things we haven't talked about. Last two things. We're yeah. still talking about the Padres and the World Cup. Yeah. We didn't talk about yes. the World Cup at all. Let's let's do like some 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 rapid here. Okay. So okay. rapid fire. World let's, cu- let's focus. Okay. One thing I'm focused. At a time. I won't be no One no tangents. Yes. Okay. No tangents. Did you see what was the best game you saw over the last you know this round the knockout round? So I didn't get to watch any of the games over the weekend. Okay. Uh, so you didn't get to see the Japan up to nil losing. That was I was yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Oh, so, so I did see. Oh, that okay. Game. Yes, uh, I saw. That's probably that's probably the one game that stands out. Yeah, it's gonna go down. It's probably. But like, I mean, like it's been so exciting. There's been so many like penalty kick like dis- deciding games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, dude, I'm all in on the World Cup. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. And I just, and who are we kidding? The U.S. would probably already be out by now anyway. So at this point in the tournament, you know. 
it would be I'd be watching with just as much enthusiasm. It would just be like, oh, the U.S. is out. Yeah. So who who are you going to cheer for? So I feel like at this stage in the game, like U.S. fans can kind of get over the whole, you know, the U.S. is not in the cup at all. Just pick and now. Up. Mexico is gone too. Yes. So you know, our boy Landon's off the hook. Yeah. Which. I'm still kind of bummed that he didn't. I think we could still get him if we really tried. <laughs> I just have a thing where I don't like, like I like to kind of play cool. I don't want to be like, hey, you know, because one, I don't want to lean on all of our media. We have a lot of media friends and uh-huh. contacts, but like, yeah. I don't want to put them in a position where they have to be like, no, dude, I'm not yeah. giving you like, yeah. that would put you in like kind of direct competition with us maybe because yeah. it's a big deal that we can get, you know, there aren't, in the same way that, you know, there's not a lot that traditional media has over you know, the bloggers and the podcasters, but access is one of them, you know? So I can see how, and I'm not saying this is how they would react, but I don't want to put them in a position to have no. to react that way. No. Um, and where I want to be like, Hey man, can you hook, hook me up so I can like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care that much. Yeah. I'm the same know. way. I'm yeah. the same way. I, I won't ask anybody else. So we're never no. going to get any good guests basically <laughs> because both of us are Sally's who are like yeah. too prideful yeah. to like yeah. go out on a limb and get rejected. I could have got Chuck Liddell. <laughs> I blew it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chuck Liddell would have been a huge draw here in San Diego. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, so anyway, today did you watch the England? Yeah. England so, game against Columbia. So I was at work during mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. But uh, when I found out that the game was going to PKs, I went to the break room and just yeah. pretty much everybody congregated around the break room. Right. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. So the you know England was up one nil was a, a hurricane PK. Yep. And then they're. They got uh, Columbia got the equalizer late, uh-huh. which was a, a header off a cross, and the defender for England. Uh, we don't have to get into it, but he, you know, kind of went at him, and he and he he tried to head it and kind of chuck yeah. it up and over the goal, yeah. and he didn't jump enough or didn't flip it high enough, and it went right into the bottom of the post and then into the net. So I wasn't really sure if they were going to call that an own goal or because it was like he made a football act to get it out of the way, but they gave it credit to the guy. I don't really know the rules. Soccer guys would. I think you said something like, "Well." If he wasn't there, it would have gone in. So he was in the act of defending it, which is why yeah. the offense gets credit for it, yeah. which is fine. So then they went to PKs. Heartbreaker for because England Columbia went up early. Yes, England yeah. the third shot. Yeah, England missed. Jordan Henderson and Liverpool player. Yeah, wouldn't know that. Uh, Harry Kane's the only name I know. Um, but Columbia had made the first three, so they were up three two on PKs. Yep, and then they got skunked on the last two shots, whereas England. Made the last two, yeah. and man, that was that was pretty crazy. And see, that's the thing too. Like with with England, they have oh, um, they always lose in they PKs. Always lose in PKs. <laughs> they finally broke their streak. Yeah, so it, I thought it was funny how um, how the the station like showed all like the like PK highlights oh. or lowlights, I should say, yeah, in this case from the past. Oh, that's funny. All the blown opportunities from England. Right. And, uh, I thought they were gonna blow it again, and then I was gonna say it's because you didn't have Wayne Rooney on the team. <laughs> Love Wayne Rooney. Was yeah. he even close to making the team this year? He's playing for DC United this year. I know. Yeah, I might signed. go to. I might go to a DC. LA Galaxy yeah. versus DC game. Yeah. I don't know. Why not, dude? I I told you how yeah. cool it was when I got to see Beckham and Landon Donovan like on the same field. Yeah. Playing against the Cholos. Like I just think that it's fun to say. Like yeah, I've seen. Like Wayne Rooney will go down as one of the greatest English soccer players. Uh huh. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's great to be able to see him. Yeah, it's at the end of his career. It's like watching Mike Piazza play for the Padres. <laughs> no? Low blow? I'm, s- I'm still surprised he didn't go in the Hall of Fame as a Padre. Oh, yeah? So it's shocking to you. I was actually at Mike think- Piazza's first game as a Padre. 
Oh, yeah? When he hit the jack. The jack. Uh, do you think Greg Maddox should have also gone oh, into yeah. the hall as a oh, Padre? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Right there next to Ozzie Smith. Goose and Ozzie. Yeah. yeah. All they, of them. They didn't get paid like Winfield did. Yeah. Sorry. Gaylord Perry. Um, speaking of uh, losing, <laughs> so the Padres, Padres have lost, what, like Whew. five of their last series? Yeah. Five of their last five series? Yeah. <laughs> five we were, straight. We were riding high. We were going yeah. to the World Series. And we were going to the World Series. We're just, definitely not yeah. going to the World Series now. Uh, did you see anything? They just signed this Weathers kid, Ryan Weathers. Yeah. Dads. I, I thought you said it was Carl. i didn't make that joke yeah i said dude your uncle's a legend from san diego state you're gonna do great here and everyone was like really i think people like i don't know it kind of bothers me when like that's just a harmless joke based on the last name and carl weathers went to san diego state yeah and um i don't know like people immediately turned it into a race thing which i thought was unnecessary yeah someone was like really you're gonna go there and i think I'm guessing it was because why else would you say that about just a harmless joke huh. unless it was like, dude, he's black and he's white. Like, okay. Kind of like how you were judging me earlier for being a fan of Bird and Marino. Well, I'm glad that you also like Tony Gwynn. Let's just put it that <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to back you into a stereotypical corner here, Rick. Jeez. You're wearing a red shirt. Do you hate Indians? I'm Cut that Indian. out. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, uh yeah, so the Potters are not doing not doing great, but I guess Perdomo's coming back. I don't know. That could be great. I mean, sure. he was. Why not? Let's see what geez. he can do. Yeah, it's just I don't know. He's looked really good in the minors. So, dude, did you see that bomb that Tatis hit? No. Oh yes, yes. He went very very deep, and the yes. announcers like that hit the scoreboard. Like balls don't hit the scoreboard here, yeah. even in BP. Yeah. You know, so and it looked like an effortless swing too. I'm really excited to see that guy. I like when the announcers like say Boomski. He goes boomski on that play. <laughs> I uh, I think that Tatis is going to be very special, and I am. I, I'll be honest. I know he wasn't ever going to be a long term solution, but I really enjoyed watching Freddie Galvis play at yeah, short. Yeah. Like it, it actually feels like we have like a real professional big leaguer out there who like know like because I don't. I mean, a lot of the, a First lot of these guys agents. are. Yeah, I mean at at short. Yeah, yeah I mean short. since Khalil. Yeah, it's Khalil, Galvis, basically bunch of penal league guys in between 17 years in between there yeah 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 all penal league uh so i am i i do like galvis but i know that he's not part of the long-term plans but it's kind of a fun stopgap, you know and i like those i like when we get guys that are you know very serviceable but maybe toward the end of their career but have flashes of flashes of brilliance i think that's fun to watch like it makes it you know, if you're going to be a fan, you're going to watch, you're going to see some bad, bad play from young kids from time to time. It's nice to have it mixed in with a little Galvis and Hosmer sprinkled in, you know, even AJ Ellis every once in a while, as much as I like to make fun of him. Like, has he, he has he thrown down the catcher's mask yet? <laughs> no, he's still holding he's it. Still holding <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually like when he's in there, he's doing pretty well. I just like, ugh, I wish Hedges could just hit. He's so good behind the plate. And I feel like he makes the pitcher so much better. I just want him to hit, hit. Austin hit. So here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Like we've talked about Brad Hand a lot in the past. Yeah. Um, we were both in favor of trading him at that time. Yep. Uh, he's kind of scuffled a little bit. Really. Hasn't been as good of late. Hasn't been that good. No. Do you think that hurts his trade value at all? Yep, I do. Yeah. I still think it's there. I just want him to get out and have like two lockdown saves, even in pressure situations. 
Because um, honestly, right now, Kirby Yates looks a little more appealing than Brad Hand. That might be crazy to say, but I don't know. That's kind of what it looks like to me. So I still think the trade value is there. Uh, I think it's there for Tyson Ross as well, even though his last start, I don't think it was that great. Uh, but I think Ross, heck, man, even Clayton Richard might be someone who could help be a, I don't know, a five in a in a good starting rotation if somebody goes down. So yeah, or a long reliever for a team in contention. Yeah, because that's actually like when he was with the Cubs. the Cubs, yep. he was a long reliever. Yep. So I mean, he could definitely. I mean, everybody's looking for a left-handed arm. Yeah. Especially with that pickoff that he has. Oh, not as good as Lowers. Not as good as Lowers. A little kid. Yeah. He can pick them off for the best of them. So who do you think is going to be the the all-star for the Padres? I don't. I would love to see Kirby Yates, which is totally outside the box, but it's probably going to be... I think Brad Hand? Brad Hand. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's who it'll be. I mean, like, just based on name, I guess, Hosmer. I mean, he's been doing... He's having a serviceable year, but it's yeah, yeah. nothing to get crazy about i mean and then like first base is a pretty deep position too yeah there's so. gonna be a lot of guys that are there before yeah him and especially in votes yeah you know who's uh getting all the votes who matt freaking kemp yeah the guy that preller thought he signed is now suddenly in la he, he went just went five for freaking five. five for five today unbelievable yesterday was it yesterday yeah it was yesterday oh yeah okay um or two days ago by the time anyone's listening to this. I know. <laughs> I what, know. what day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Nobody anymore. knows. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Kemp has been insane. And he, I mean, it really, in defense of Preller, this is the player he believed he was drafting, not a freaking lazy tub. So I'm a little bit better. Yay for the cycle. Good job. I'd love to have <laughs> Matt Kemp come back and throw a no-hitter for us, too. Yeah. Well, hey. Not that uh, I'm bitter about it. Looks like you have to go to the bathroom. Why would you say that? Just because I'm shaking all the you're, equipment? You're, you're shaking here. I'm doing the legs. So, uh, we about we about done? We're good to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, hey, happy 4th, everyone. Happy be safe. Fourth. Be yes. smart. Don't drink and drive or do anything stupid. Don't yeah. light firecrackers and yeah. shoot your friends with them. Um, Are don't you directing pull, don't this pull all a JPP. Leisure Fryer? This all sounds like something he would do. Shout out to Leisure Fryer. Nah, he's, he, he wouldn't have lived this long if he did that stuff all yeah. the time. So. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Happy 4th of July weekend. Go America. When I walk beside her Once I built an ivory tower so I could worship from above When I climbed down to be set free, she took me in again There's a big, a big hot sun beating on the big people in a big hot world When she comes to greet me, she is Mercy at my feet yeah. When I see a pin of charm She just throws it back at me Once I dug an early grave To find a better land She just smiled and laughed at me And took her blues back again